Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise, but it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAers. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions, uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about our HA, diving into how HA works, and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery, we're in there answering your questions in the DMs, as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other. It's incredible. It's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other. It's so good. The HA Society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery, no matter what stage you're at. Whether you have HA or you've got a few recovery periods, we have your back and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join and the link is in the show notes for you okay on with the show welcome to the hypothalamic amenorrhea podcast i'm danny sheriff your host certified fertility awareness practitioner functional nutrition counselor and founder of the ha society and of course an ha recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice, so please seek the advice of your physician. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. I'm Danny Scherf, your Certified Fertility Awareness Practitioner, Functional Nutrition Counselor, and HA Recovery Coach over at the HA Society. So we are a support network um, with coaches, community group, the whole shebang, and our whole goal is to help give you more information about amenorrhea recovery so that you can 
stop spinning your wheels, wasting your money on medical routes and things like that that you may not have to be taking. So today's a Q&A episode. If you guys want your own questions answered, please either email me, danny at thasociety.com, comment on one of the videos below. I go through them to get the questions. And uh, you can also go to Instagram at Danny Sheriff or at the HA Society. All of the links are in the show notes. And I'm going to be reading a couple of the emails that I got in today. They're sort of longer questions, so I'll probably just do two. But let's do it. The first question is from Olivia. The subject line is cervical mucus. Let's see what it says. Hi, I had a question. I'm tracking my basal body temperature still. Though it's around 98.3 from 98.1, not sure if that's really a significant difference, I'm getting cervical mucus every day. But some days it just goes away completely. Also, I'm not sure how much is normal for cervical mucus. I only see it a bit on my underwear and it's also hard to tell what kind of consistency it is. It dries up on my underwear. Okay, is there any specific way it should look when it's all dried up? Should I be getting cervical mucus every day or is it fine if I just skip days? Okay, good question. And then she sent a follow-up. Also, I stopped intermittent fasting. I've gained weight, stopped formal exercise. I only walk. Eating snacks when needed. No longer feel cold, faced fear foods, etc. And for context, I lost my period for five years and I started my recovery journey around June. I'm taking beef liver capsules as well, but is it okay to have these every day? First of all, beef liver capsules every day. Yes, that's fine. Um, as per the bottle instructions, um, just follow that. It should be fine. Some people want to titrate up instead of going straight to the full dose, but I mean, I'm all about it. Okay. So these are good questions and, you know, this, fertility awareness and being really good at tracking your cycle is a process. So I'm probably not going to solve everything with this one answer, but I will say I do have a course on this, BAM for HA is. Um, it's over on our store at the hasociety.com forward slash store and you get access to the HA Society when you buy that course. So I do recommend it for learning all of these bits and bobs where I go into detail about the basal body temperature and cervical mucus. There's two things here. You say that your basal body temperature is between 98.1 and 98.3 pretty consistently, and it is significant because that is really high. So I would check first that your thermometer is accurate, compare it against another thermometer, because that's really high. Now there are some instances where we seem to see in practice, so I don't have this based off scientific evidence, right? 98 and above is post ovulatory. So that would imply that you have ovulated, but you don't ovulate for months and months and years and years. So if you're always at 98 and you haven't had a period in the, you know, the five years, you haven't ovulated. So your temperature is high for another reason. So if you've ruled out that your thermometer is the problem, um, some of the instances that we have seen, vegans and vegetarians. So if you are a vegan, specifically more so than a vegetarian, um, it's common for us to see people with a history of veganism with a high basal water temperature. I don't actually know why, um, but I don't think it's a good thing. And also we are making some connections between people who take SSRIs, certain types of them and elevated temperatures. So 
those are some possibilities there but i would always first and foremost rule out that and then um maybe a thyroid issue though typically with hypothyroidism we're going to see the temperatures be really low um, but perhaps there's some hypothyroidism which i'm less of an expert in just so you know so i would look at that but then also you're asking interesting questions about mucus you say something here it dries up on my underwear which actually is indicative to me that what you're actually seeing is vaginal cell slough mucus generally unless it's only a teeny tiny bit of some kind won't dry up you'll see it it's there it's stretchy it's gloopy um you know if you're always always seeing it all dried up and you're never seeing it fresh and sticky and stretchy that may be vaginal cell slough which is actually just skin dead skin cells the shedding you know of the cleaning out of the cervix and the vagina um, and is not cervical mucus cervical mucus should be pick upable touchable um, or you should be experiencing a smooth and slippery lubricative sensation when you wipe so if you're not and you're really just seeing dry crumbly it's usually like a crumbly dry paste um, it will usually be white or maybe have a yellow tinge um, so I hope that helps with that question and I feel like that answers your question so yeah hopefully that was helpful Olivia let me know hey are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally I thought that might be you and if so we have created our best ever yet resource for you totally free this is a masterclass. i've called it my masterclass because i have put everything into this right this masterclass is designed for you if you have ha or have had ha and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy this is going to be for you so in this masterclass, i'm going to provide you a lot of things including a lot of case studies mine ashley's and mishi's as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it and we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of ha so everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating of course with this system so lots of information lots of case studies lots of stats we go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60-minute masterclass. Y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining 
the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass. And then I have a question from Uma or Uma. Good morning, Danny. First off, I just want to thank you and your team for putting out such wonderful content. It means the world to me that I can turn to helpful content when I really need it. And so I can be informed about the female body. Thank you, Uma. I'm a 19 year old female college student. I lost my period in June 2020 due to under eating and over exercising. Soon after I went vegetarian and moved to college, I was able to get a healthy period in November 2022. Some changes that I had made were cutting out weightlifting and eating more, about 2,300 calories. I am a short person at 4 foot 11. I was still active in that I was riding my bike to classes, which takes 5 to 10 minutes, walking for an hour and playing my club sports, such as lacrosse and rugby. Once I saw that I got my period for three months, I started to include running. I was shocked as to how much further I could actually run. I saw that my period was still healthy even after running five days a week and having a 20 mile week. So I signed up for a half marathon coming in October. I got an internship that takes place in Las Vegas. I'm from New York to do research pertaining to my major for June or through August 5th. Okay. I went and had the best time. However, in June, I noticed my period was only three days long compared to the four to five days I was previously getting. I did not get my period for the following month, July. At that time, I was learning to swim with my friends every day. I was continuing my half marathon training as well and looked forward to both my runs and my swim sessions. On the weekends, we would walk around Vegas Boulevard and went hiking on nearby trails occasionally. It is now September and I still don't have a period. I thought that once I come back, I thought that once I come back home and go to school in New York, the weather change and eating more could help me come back, could help it come back, but now it's nearly three months and I'm super nervous. I'm scared to go back to having HA and I'm doing everything in my power to eat more and train for the half marathon. I'm trying not to do additional activities. Do you have any advice on what I should do? Yeah, so this is interesting. I mean, reading it like, I think you, me, and everyone listening are probably on the same page, partially because you just wrote this really well. <laughs> so I think it's easy to see. And this is the joy of writing it, right? Write down your problem, like journal it, send it to me, whatever, do, you know, because sometimes it will help you answer your own question, right? And get clarity. Obviously, um, you've continued to add, like that's the theme of this email. This went well, so I added this, I added running in. That went well, so I added training for marathon in. That went well, so I added swimming in. That went well, so I also did some um, additional hikes and things like that. And so you see here that you tried to resolve that by um, eating more and reducing your additional activities. And that sounds like a really good move. You didn't lose your period altogether. It went from four to five days to three days and that's information. And we love that. We talk about that all the time. Like, don't panic. It's just information for you to make the next best decision. Okay. 
I can see in hindsight that I add, 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 add. And at a certain point, you know, for some people, you can't out eat it. You're just doing too much, right? Like the body's ability to recover, like at a certain point, the bucket's full, you know? Um, and that may just be the case for you. Like a, with, there's a lot going on. You've got internships, a social life, all of this training. You probably just need to back off of something. At the end of the day, no one needs to do a half marathon. And no one has the, or should have the expectation that your body knows about half marathons and is okay with the level of stress you have to put it through to get it ready for the half marathon. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think that this is a really good question. I think that you know the answer and keep titrating down. And if your cycle stays at, if your bleed stays at three days or it gets worse, goes to two days, um, you know the drill. And I also would just say, I'm not sure if you're properly tracking your menstrual cycle or if you are just tracking how many days it was and how many days you bled, but you would benefit from learning about the fertility awareness method. So like from the first question and how I mentioned we have a course on this, like know that you need to know, are you ovulating and what's your luteal phase look like? Because these things may be being impacted too. And if you just base all this activity being appropriate on whether or not you have a period and if it's three days or four days or five days, you're missing out on a lot more information that could help you balance more of what you're doing or be more confident in the direction you need to go. But yeah, where you're at right now with like chill on the additional activities, up the food, stay focused, don't let yourself get distracted. If you're gonna do a half marathon, you can't be getting distracted with other activities. You know, a professional athlete is very cautious with where they are expending their energy. A professional athlete doesn't go and do extra sports for fun in their important training seasons and phases, right? So we're not special. We need to look at that and see the the actual strategy and the things that we have to say no to if we're going to compete, right? Like that's just, that's just reality. So the more we push ourselves and say our body should be able to just like do all these things and keep up is like a disservice to our body. So I hope this was helpful guys. Thanks for listening. If you guys have any more questions that you would like answered on the show, please do submit them and I'll see you guys next week. Also, side note, um, I think that the HA Society membership group is gonna be really helpful for a lot of you. The questions I get, um, a lot of you guys are suited to the group coaching, community support versus just the one-on-one -on -one coaching. One-on-one -on -one coaching is really good for people who are like, I wanna get pregnant, I have very specific goal, I'm a little bit confused, like I, I don't know what I'm doing, right? A lot of you, know what you're doing right the questions i just got today it's like i know about my mucus right? like i know about like the things that are potentially affecting my recovery and it is really important that you just have the support to help you see through with the knowledge you already have so i just recommend to you guys our community um our, our community group the ha society you can just go to the ha society.com forward slash join um, and there we have weekly, some, oftentimes twice a week, community calls 
where we meet and we all connect face to face and go through issues and questions like this. And if you have questions, you can submit them in various ways for me to answer on the show, but you can also chat live with me inside of the community. So I'm like, I'm having active conversations with members in there, helping them answer their questions, looking at their charts, getting, helping them with all of this information. So that could be a really good option for you. Okay. Like and subscribe to this channel if this was helpful and we'll see you guys next week for another app. Bye. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device. So you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are, and that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus if you've been using OPKs. And then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period. And if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy or you want to chart for health reasons, like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction. TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop. And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code so just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code afha society i think too if you just go to tempdrop.com and and use um, afha society at the checkout that will work too so happy temping and good luck This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows 
vegetables and fruits out of the water. If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other, like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, Eating nutrient-dense, real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural this is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef. And my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient-rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.